Hello friends, today we are going to be diving into John chapter 16. So as always, before we get started, let us go into our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today and thank you for everything that you've done in our lives, for the blessings that you continuously pour down on us, even though we don't deserve them, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and your grace, for your love and kindness. Lord, we pray that you give us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to really grasp the word that we are about to read. Help us, Lord, to put this into work into our own lives. We pray that the Holy Spirit be breathed into us today and to walk with us throughout our day. Help us to bear the fruits of your Spirit, Lord, that we may make you proud today. Lord, we pray that any enemy that tries to attack us today is defeated quickly and that we are able to endure throughout whatever the day has for us. Give us your peace as we walk about the day and just help us to spread your love, light, and kindness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section of chapter 16 is called The Work of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that this is going to help us understand who the Holy Spirit really is. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. All this I have told you, so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you asks me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because people do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the Prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me, because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. This next section is called, The Disciples' Grief Will Turn to Joy. Jesus went on to say, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me. At this some of the disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? And because I am going to the Father, 
They kept asking, what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand what he is saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this, so he said to them, Are you asking one another what I meant when I said, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my Father. In that day, you will ask in my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. Do you now believe? Jesus replied. A time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So that is the end of chapter 16. I just want to run over a few things about the Holy Spirit from that first section. So in this section, we learn that the Holy Spirit is here to guide us, to help us talk to the Father, and for the Father to communicate through the Holy Spirit to us. He is here to convict about the world's sin and to help us figure out the right and just things to do in order to gain righteousness. I just want to highlight on chapter 16, verse 11, where it says, And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. So Jesus does not say that the Holy Spirit is here to condemn. It is here to convict us that we may right our wrongs. But the prince of this world is condemned. And this goes back to where it says, you know, in John 3.16, that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the next verse says that he did not send his son to condemn the world, but to convict it. So as we read this, I just want to remind everyone that even though you may have those people in your life that are definitely in the wrong, 
we should not be condemning them. We should just be helping convict them. And that's more of a kind of nicer gesture saying, oh, hey, maybe that's not the right thing to do. Instead of pointing your finger at them and saying, hey, you're going to hell. We are taught that Jesus came to the sinners and ate with the sinners and taught the sinners so that they may come to be cleansed of their sin. All right, guys, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you all have such a wonderful day. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. And till next time.